accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. Uh, the big question here, that's a fascinating one to me here in the United States with the campaign heating up and the election um, uh, about a year away or so. Should Donald Trump participate in the upcoming Fox News debates? What say you? <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. I guess I got mixed feelings about this. I, the question, I think, really is, does it matter? Because the folks that are on the Trump train, nothing's going to get. He could he could kick right. a baby in the face and they'd still vote for him. So, right. you know, I, I don't think that that whatever he has to say in a debate is going to change things all that much. Let me um, like- let me play this. Let me play this clip. Uh, this is from Breitbart. Matt Boyle, their Washington bureau chief, asked Donald Trump in a recent interview if he would be participating in that debate. I haven't totally made a decision. I like the debates. I might be here because of the debates. I might have won against Hillary with the debates, and I might have gotten the nominations because of the debates. But when you're leading by 50 and 60 points against these people, and you have people at zero and one and two, and then they're going to be asking me hostile questions, uh, and they probably won't have much of an audience if I'm not in the debates, according to what I read. If I'm not in the debates, they're not going to have a very big audience. It seems almost like it would be foolish to do them. Uh, Reagan didn't do them. Other people didn't do them. Uh, and I don't know that I should be doing it, you know, to, to be up against a hostile network uh, with hostile people that are polling at zero. I, mean, I, I I look at that from a, a strategic standpoint, a political standpoint, and a lot of what he said makes sense. I guess, although, you know, you are opening the door for people to say, all right, well, he's afraid to yeah. come out and debate because he's not able to answer some of these questions. But uh, will it matter? No, because, again, the people that are behind him will, you know, side with his point of view on why he's not participating. And the people that hate him will be, you know, Sling in the mud, but will it matter in well, the end? No, he's probably going to wind well, up getting yeah, I mean, the nomination like, and getting away. Should he have to sit there with a loser like Chris Christie? Is is who's you know? Here's what Trump had to say. Listen to what Trump had to say. I, I think that he was in New Hampshire here last night. Here's what Trump had to say about the former governor of New Jersey. He's he's eating right now. He can't be bothered. <laughs> Sir, please do not call him a fat pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call him. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a fat pig. <laughs> it ain't exactly like Trump is Brad Pitt abs, you right. know what I mean? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's and that's exactly what Chris Christie said. I think he was on Hugh Hewitt, some podcast or something with, with Hewitt, and here is Chris Christie and his response. He's a child, Hugh. A child. This is the kind of stuff that goes on in a schoolyard with fourth graders. But that's what we can come to expect from Donald Trump. Um, and that's why I don't even know why, why real smart folks like you, um, uh, you know, take him seriously. Uh, his conduct is reprehensible on, on any number of levels, uh, both, you know, while he's president and most particularly in the time after uh, he's, uh, he's left the presidency. So I don't care what he thinks about the way I look, um, quite frankly. 
Uh, and, and what I suggest to him is that they install, although I know it's possible, maybe they couldn't, a few more mirrors, uh, but not the magic kind at Mar-a-Lago in Bedminster so we can see what he looks like. <laughs> and that's where we're at with the uh, uh, the, the campaign here, the, DN, the, 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 uh, the GOP race to get nominated. That's where we're at here. Yeah, you know, I used to really like Chris Christie before he stepped in it, man, because he was, he had some some Trump-esque elements about him. Yeah. Where people, he, you know, he'd get confronted by like you know, the teachers union and man, he would just go after them and take them to task. And it was a beautiful thing to watch. And he did it, he did it in a manner that was, it was gruff. It was New Jersey, man, but it was still on a, an intellectual level. I liked him. And then he just started stepping in it over and over well, again. Well, remember man. when he closed that beach to the public? But yes. but he and his family still got to use it. Here's a here's a live phone call that he took when he was guest hosting a, a radio show. Mike in Montclair, what's up, Mike? Governor, next time you want to sit on a beach that is closed to the entire world except you, yeah, you put your fat ass in a car and go hey. to one that's open to all your constituents. Uh, well, you know, not just you and yours. Interesting, Mike. You know what that? What's beach, that? that what's beach, that, Gov? You know, Mike. I love I love getting calls from communists in Montclair. Communists in, in Montclair. Montclair. You know, you're a bully, you governor, are, no, no, and I don't like bullies. You know what? Unfortunately, not the first time somebody's called Chris Christie a derogatory uh, name having to do with his his weight, right there.